0: Hello, this is Kate Magic and you're listening to the Raw Living Podcast. Raw Living is Europe's leading raw foods and superfood supplier. I founded the company in 2002 and in this interview series I talk to some of the people behind uh, the companies that we offer on our shop to find out more about what they do. Um, what is the ethos behind the company, and particularly not just the processing in the in the products, like the ingredients they use and how they put everything together, but also how do they show respect for the environment? How do they treat their workers? Um, most companies in this industry put a huge amount of integrity and dedication into providing products that are really benefiting. Uh, the people and the planet. So I wanted to provide insights into that. When you're shopping with these companies, you're not just investing in your health, you're investing in a better world for us all. Today, my guests are Zoe and Tom of Winder Workshop, and they're telling us about their amazing range of turmeric and medicinal plant products, all produced with the utmost respect for the growers and the planet. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Tom. Hi. Hi. I think this is the first time I've done an interview for Raw Living with two people at once, so going to be fun <laughs> yeah both both of our inputs we'll try <laughs>
1: and overlap too much
0: yeah. <laughs> did you want to introduce us to your business tell us a little bit about who you are and what it's all about
2: Yeah, um, I'll start with that. Um, So we're Wonder Workshop and we really focus on finding beautiful regenerative farms across the world and source um, high quality ingredients to make them into really healthy products. And um, yeah, we've been doing this for seven years now. And it really all stemmed kind of from my my personal background my upbringing I was raised vegetarian and my whole life was really about plants and herbs my my mother was a naturopath so I was always kind of surrounded by lots of interesting potions and tinctures and lots of interesting botanical books so that really is what inspired I think yeah it really inspired me about seven years ago to leave my job at that time and do something with plants and farmers and um, yeah that's also when I went back to Sri Lanka where my mother used to take me to learn more about Ayurveda and I went out to find an um, organic turmeric farm because I was really kind of blown away by turmeric as a plant and its medicinal properties and its traditional use and um, yeah and that's where Tom my My business partner and boyfriend also jumped in because, yes, he can explain his background as in pharmacology and, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, so turmeric was one of the uh, plants that particularly caught my interest because back when we started, um, there were over 1,400 studies um, on turmeric and its different health properties. So for me, it had the combination of both traditional Ayurvedic, knowledge um and then coupled with more more recent scientific backing uh in our sort of western medical uh Mm. situation so that was a a really interesting combination yeah
2: Yeah, and it kind of helped in the terms that i had all this more alternative insight into you know plants and, and herbal medicine and to have tom's kind of more scientific background and that really kind of helped us start up our business um, seven years ago. And we started with a fresh uh, golden milk, so very traditional Sri Lankan and Indian recipe. And we started that on Portobello Road in in Notting Hill in the winter, (laughs) selling a cold drink. Um, But yeah, that's all where it started. And since then we've grown to about 22 different products, all still with sort of turmeric as the main, uh, hero ingredient, um, but we've also kind of swayed into more medicinal mushrooms and just a lot of products that we personally used and um, been yeah really familiar with.
0: Let's tell us a little bit about turmeric. I know everyone's aware of it now, but tell us about what you know. What would you consider the key points in, around turmeric?
1: Yeah, so turmeric has long been known as a really potent anti-inflammatory. And there's lots of research into a number of its compounds, but particularly into curcumin, which is um, one of the proteins in turmeric. And it's been shown to to decrease uh, inflammation in the body and be as effective as a lot of other um, drugs for for depression as well. So it's been shown to be as effective as Prozac. Um, But there are lots of uh, studies to do with its bioavailability. It's quite a large protein And it's not readily absorbed into the bloodstream. So, um, using turmeric in food is possibly the best way to use it because you're combining it with with fats in the food, but also things like black pepper, which has been shown, um, piperin in black pepper, shown to increase turmeric, uh, sorry, curcumin's absorption by up to 2000%. So, it's getting it into the bloodstream and making it more available to the rest of the body to, to lower chronic inflammation it's really targeting um, the inflammation that we get from our diet our daily lives stress in particular and and also just things like exercise but not acute inflammation which is really important for our, our actual well-being and, and fixing our bodies if they get hurt mm-hmm.
0: So uh, can you tell us a bit more about the, the curcumin and w- what should people look for when they're buying a turmeric? Like, what are the important important? Yeah, Because not all turmerics are created equal, right?
1: <laughs> no, well, I think one of the important things to realise is that actually curcumin itself isn't the only compound in turmeric. There are over 150 compounds and, and proteins and, that make up the turmer, um, turmeric root. And they're all they all have beneficial properties. It's about having that sort of, I guess, entourage effect in many ways that they, they combine to, to have the effect that turmeric's been used for in Ayurveda, um, traditional Chinese medicine, and and that you'll experience when you use it. Um, and so having them all having that in a in food is, is really important, but to, the ways to sort of search for the best turmeric, obviously we start from how it's grown and where it's grown. Um, and we source from farms that use a, a, a native um, technique called, uh, well, it's called forest gardening. And it's kind of like agroforestry or uh, permaculture. It's using a really diverse um, sort of agricultural land uh, which improves the soil health and if you've got good nutrient density in the soil that will transfer into the roots of the turmeric Um, and hopefully you'll have much better tasting much more nutritious turmeric at the end for end users as well
2: yeah and also to add to that uh, most conventional turmeric um hardly gets tested when entering the the country so by having just at least you know a stamp of organic as like the the minimum kind of quality already sort of highlights that it has been tested for pesticides and also coloring agents and um all kinds of other ingredients that are being added to to some conventional turmeric and um yeah it's, i think something that a lot of people are not aware about spices they're handed through so many different middlemen mm-hmm. um that it's so hard to know the origin often. And I think that's really something that really motivates us as consumers ourselves that we know where things come from and how they've been grown is super essential for its nutrients as well, I think.
0: So I was gonna ask about color because it can really vary from like a vivid yellow to quite a deep orange. What What's the difference in those colors?
1: Yeah, and curcumin is actually one of the components which is most responsible for its color. So if you have a deeper orange, um, that's typically because it's got a higher curcumin content and you can grow um, specific, uh, you can grow turmeric so that it has a higher curcumin content by leaving it for two years. So if you leave the the roots to grow for two years, they will grow um, and the plant will die back and the nutrients will go back into the root and then it'll grow again um the next the following year and as the plant dies back again you've got sort of two years worth of the nutrients going back into the root Mm -hmm. so that when it's harvested it's more potent
0: so tell us about some of your favorite products and how you use them like do you have turmeric yourselves every day
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think so (laughs) (laughs) yes um definitely but um i think Well, personally, um, mushrooms are one of my favorite ingredients to work with as well, alongside turmeric. And uh, for example, our golden shrooms really, again, came from a personal experience during um, university. I didn't like taking drugs or getting drunk when I went to festivals or parties. So I'd always kind of make my own weird potions (laughs) with cordyceps mushrooms, which is traditionally used for like stamina and endurance and reishi just for all around kind of ad- adaptogen and well-being so i always made this at university and i think only three years ago we decided like hmm, why why are we not making it as a product because it was really just part of our like personal pantry um so yeah definitely the power of mushrooms they're just yeah incredible to do you to
1: know work what with. is because
0: i we have an eight mushroom blend that i often mix with We have a turmeric, which is like meant to be really good, you know.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I mix the mushrooms and the turmeric, and then kelp powder together. And there's something about those three together. Do you know what's happening in the synergy, in the chemistry between the turmeric and the mushrooms?
1: Yeah, I think it's to do with the the different. What turmeric is known as a as a heating. Spice—it's a warming spice—and um, so bringing that energy helps to to improve the digestion of the mushrooms. And you're getting a lot more of the the polysaccharides and the beneficial nutrients that you get inside the mushrooms as well. So that's why um, using a combination of herbs and mushrooms always actually helps to amplify the effects. Yeah. Brilliant.
2: So
0: tell us about some of your other favorite products in your in your range.
1: One of my favorite is our turmeric honey. Um, It's just such a versatile ingredient. And the the honey is really beautifully harvested. It's wild harvested in in Zambia, in the Mionbo forest and using a traditional technique, there are no nets, there are no suits. They they, uh, are working with the bees and taking only small amounts at a time. and um, so we were actually meant to go and visit the farms uh, in Zambia, well not farms, visit the farmers and um, uh, and and the beekeepers there uh, last year, but we weren't able to, of course. Um, and so that's one of our products because it's so versatile. You can make an amazing turmeric latte with it. You can just spread it on toast. It works amazingly in porridge as well. Uh, so that's one of my favorite products of
0: ours. And you mentioned the golden milk do you want to explain what that is in case people aren't familiar?
2: Yeah I mean it's a very traditional um, herbal drink that was usually made for when you had a cold or a flu or fever and it's just an all-round of healing and very anti-inflammatory and antiviral drink and it consists of milk. Uh, Traditionally one uses cow milk um, but we use coconut milk for it and coconut is also very good in terms of its fat um, like helping to absorb the turmeric and then it always contains black pepper for the absorption and um, yeah we've added cinnamon for its health benefits but also for its aroma and flavour um so yeah it's it's you can you know some people like to add cardamom or other beautiful spices to it but it's really called golden milk because of its turmeric as the main ingredient and a type of fatty milk Mm.
0: so you're saying that you serve that cold but then if it's if it's heated it's like a turmeric latte right
2: yeah yeah we started with it in like our little glass bottles um selling it as a cold drink just so people could either drink it directly or you know heated up at home but yeah traditionally you make it as a hot drink and our golden milk blends which are powder blends um they are just yeah you can make them as a hot drink or in the summer people like to make them as an iced version Mm -hmm. but again heat is actually something that helps with the absorption of turmeric so you know some people always ask us whether it's better to have a fresh turmeric root versus versus like the turmeric powder but through the, the the sun drying and the heating of the turmeric, it actually activates a lot of its compounds and makes it more absorbable in your body. So, um, yeah, heat doesn't actually damage turmeric, which is great because a lot of other herbs are very sensitive
1: to heat.
0: And um, you've got a very special ashwagandha as well. Do you want to tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so the ashwagandha is um, it's a full uh, full spectrum extract of the root, um, which is quite unique, and so you are you're getting the the whole root, all of the withanolides, which is what the ashwagandha or Withania uh, somnifera is is known for, um, and that's so that you, again you're getting that um, whole root uh, effect from uh, from the extract, and so our superior ashwagandhas is, is really being able to use more, um, get more, and and use less, um, so that you are able to sort of get the the beneficial properties of ashwagandha.
0: Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like ashwagandha and turmeric is a really good combination as well. Do you play with that a lot?
2: Yeah, um, well, one of our blends, School and Balance, um, has both ashwagandha and turmeric, and ashwagandha is mainly really used for, for stress, because it helps to lower your cortisol levels, and um, yeah, so it's a beautiful synergy together with turmeric, which is also used as, you know, in general anxiety and mental health, so yeah, they work really well together.
1: Yeah, ashwagandha has definitely been one of those herbs that we use really frequently i think it helps us to to stay calm and to, yeah, the to seers, run the business yeah. and then to yeah. and to well just just to maintain our general health it's it's been really really amazing
0: so what are you working on at the moment what's coming up for you
1: um
2: well <laughs> i mean my my most favorite thing is to think of new um potions and blends um we're actually working on a few products that um are really made with far more local farmers so here in Mallorca we've recently moved to the island and we've met incredible uh, growers and biodynamic farmers, whether it's olive oil or oranges. Um, so yeah, we're just exploring how to work with very local ingredients and con- combine that to the traditional knowledge that we have here in Europe. Um, I'm also working on a few tea blends that focus on yeah, very local growers, um, and I think that's especially been highlighted through covid last year is our supply chain and and obviously as consumers ourselves we love buying local ingredients and from the farmers markets etc so um yeah we really wanted to to combine our our passion for ayurvedic and traditional chinese medicine with more traditional european herbs and plants so yeah we're working on that at the moment and yeah we'll see when that comes out
0: (laughs) That's really at the heart of what you do, isn't it, working with the farmers and the land?
2: Yeah, that's really, if we look at how we start any new line or product, it really comes from meeting the farmer first or or hearing about a very special farm and getting to know them and understand what they're doing and learning about their passion and their knowledge. Um that leads us to then yeah kind of launch the product months or years later Mm -hmm. um but yeah it all kind of starts at meeting the plants and the the growers it's really kind of yeah at the core of our ethos and um yeah
0: so um do you do much community work
2: uh yes so we really believe that Um, profit isn't the the most important thing to focus on as a business and it's more about creating a community and and giving back so one percent of our revenue every year we invest in lots of different projects like at the moment we've planted over a thousand trees in Colombia um, with an amazing uh, community project called Jaguar Sembra Mm -hmm. and um, that's also where we source some of amazing uh, forest grown coffee from so we kind of plant trees back onto that land. and then we do the same with uh, planting mangroves in Sri Lanka. And um, we also work with a, a beautiful social enterprise called AMA, which is a means mother in Sri Lankan and um, yeah we, we source a lot of our beautiful turmeric dyed pouches from there like their organic cotton pouches. And yeah, it's it's all kind of not for profit, so we really yeah are able to support their work, and I think it's yeah it, it's it's really at the core of what we do is is having a holistic approach to it all, and not just you know taking. <laughs> it's really yeah, about yeah.
0: giving. Yeah. yeah, amazing, amazing. So and Tom, thank you so much. It's been really interesting to learn a little bit more about Winda Workshop and. Um,
2: no, thank you for having us. Yeah, we we you love care. your business.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. You can check out the products we've been talking about by visiting Royal Living rawliving, Living.eu. If you haven't got uh, an account already, sign up for an account. You get £5 off your first order. And uh, you can also hear more of my interviews over on capemagic.com. subscribe and rate the podcast it really helps and yeah thank you see you next time